WTF, we're doing a podcast. I'm Nikki. And I'm Michelle. This is 50. Welcome to What the 50. Join us on our continued journey to simplify our lives. We will seek the answers from the experts and offer tips, tools, and techniques to live your life with confidence and joy. Are we ready? Let's go. Hey, Michelle. Hi, Nikki. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. This is your favorite month coming up. I know you love an International Women's Day <laughs> and International Women's Day month. I do, actually. I think it's a great opportunity for us to recognize strong women in our lives, strong women that we um, admire, whether we know them or not, and really just to honor women around the world and their contribution and our contribution to, to life. You know, um, I think sometimes we tend to forget our strengths and um, what we do and how we do it. We tend to just not really focus on it sometimes by nature of some of us as women, not all. But I think this is a great time to really pull at those um, those attributes that make us who we are and, and, you know, to big up those other women in our lives and our friends, our tribe, our family, whoever it is that has given to us and those that we can give to as well. You know, this is a yeah. perfect time. For sure. Michelle is a friend for anybody that doesn't know <laughs> who always sends you, look at this woman, look at this woman. <laughs> you, and she like admires. And actually we've gotten some podcast guests just because Michelle randomly texts them on Instagram <laughs> and they become friends. Right, right, right. I, I like to... I like to give compliments. I like to, I mean, I would literally go up to someone in the supermarket and say, listen, I saw whatever. And I thought what you're doing is great. And then I'm following him on Instagram. And then we're having a conversation um, because I, I just think it's, I think there's so much negativity that's going on around us now. And I also believe that um, it has happened to me before where someone has come up to me. And I think just sometimes just giving that little sentence is, encouraging for know? sure the least expected they don't know who I am and um you don't know how you can actually change someone's day of course and yeah. I'm a big believer in that too mm-hmm. just telling somebody hey you look good your yeah. hair looks nice I love that outfit yes yes, yes that yes. uh that really makes a big difference for mm-hmm. people but coming back to um strong women mm-hmm. I know that you're definitely you were raised by an incredibly strong woman we were just looking <laughs> at pictures of her Miss Dottie, gosh, bless her. She's amazing at 96 and still going strong and still doing her thing. She got dressed up this morning and she took photos. And, you know, I'm, I really do admire my mother's, um, my mother's strength and, and her love for life. And uh, she was, I think she was just, just born before her time. Um, and even at this stage, at, at this point in time in her life, when people think she should be in her bed covered up, no, um, she's not. She still has boyfriends. She still has boyfriends that wave to her in the mornings when she goes yes, walking. And I she, know. No matter what, you knock her down, she's back up again. And she's full of life, full of energy. Um, and she just sees just sees the world as this big, beautiful place. For you sure. know, and, and she's given her contribution, she still does. And she really does um, she really does just offer that spark. To a lot of people that know her, you know, yeah. Um, and like me, you have your mother, and you have strong sisters in your family. Yeah. Well, I think the strength in my family, like my aunt, would always say, you know, in 
the Chang family, it's the women that are strong. Your own things. <laughs> well, so um, my she, they would always talk about my grandmother mm-hmm. who would like when things were rough, she'd be the one selling vegetables to make sure that the kids could go to school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my mother, my mother definitely was a strong woman and she raised four strong fairly or strong women mm-hmm. daughters but like she was the uh i think she your mother and my mother would have probably gotten along quite similar fabulously mm-hmm. love to entertain mm-hmm. That's and, for me. and everything must be just so right yes. Yes. every time we put a pot on the table which we never do but sometimes if we mm-hmm. did my husband would say oh your mother would you not like that, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, but very, today very we're talking of two um, Sarah, yeah. my very good friend, Sarah Jackson. Um, she is a phenomenal woman. Um, and I actually, as part of the introduction, I mean, we have, a, we have her, um, her bio that we'll get into shortly, but just because Sarah is a personal friend of mine, someone who I love dearly, I thought about using her name to just to describe who she is. So, so most of us call her Sarah's. And I thought for the S, I would say she's very smart. For the E, she's authentic and adventurous. For the R, she's radical. Those who know Sarah, Sarah is radical. She does it her way. Um, For the E, she's exceptional. She is truly, truly exceptional. And for the other S, and there are lots of um, adjectives I could use to describe her that begin with S, but she's just very, very special to me. Very, very special. And Sarah is just a beautiful soul, um, and I'm very happy that she's going to be on on our podcast today because she has a lot to offer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. After the first time I met her with Michelle, I said to Michelle, "Oh my gosh, we have to have her on the podcast. Yes. Like she yes. really, she really is um, special mm-hmm. for sure." And the epitome of a strong woman. She she does she does her thing, you yeah, know, and, and sure. quietly does her thing, and I just love that. So she graduated, let me tell them a little bit about her. She graduated from the Art Institute of Atlanta in 2004. First in class with Best Portfolio, Sarah returned to Jamaica to work within the creative industry and give back in her own way to the place that gave her so much. In the summer of 2010, she set up her own design studio, Simply Jim Dandy, Mm -hmm. and listen to the podcast and she'll tell you how that name came about. And that is pretty special. Right. Of course. So 12 years in, she attributes her success to her incredibly supportive family and friends, a business steeped in relationship building, attention to detail, strict adherence to deadlines and the hunger to never stop learning. She looks forward to moving her career forward and opening the consultancy side of the business in the near future. And the podcast, she weaves all of those different tenets of her life all together. Mm -hmm. It took years of feeling overlooked within her industry to create a community brand in 2020 dedicated to celebrating a woman's journey, primarily the unseen and unsung heroes and being Lady Boss was born. And in 2021, the pandemic saw a restless Sarah eagerly looking for something to quench her creative curiosity. She's now the proud co-founder and creative director of the brand Off and On, and a parallel line of Jamaican sayings born from the past and fusing it with her modern and minimalistic aesthetic. I can't wait to have Sarah on. I really can't wait to hear I think, all I think of what she has to say. For sure. Yeah. So, so this episode, we're dedicating it to 
the women in our lives, those that are resting peacefully, those that are still with us, our, our immediate family, our sisters that are here, and our female friends and the women around the world. For sure. Here's to International Women's Day. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Hi ladies. Sarah. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm really excited Welcome. to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, we're happy to have you. So we're going to talk about, um, in, in our previous chit-chat, we talked about our introduction, which was International Women's Day. And we thought you were the absolute perfect person to have to talk with us today. So here we are. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. We're happy that you could be here with us because we know how busy it is, particularly being a business owner. We know uh-huh. how you to squeeze a little time, but we're happy that you're able to do that. And entrepreneur, let's yes. not forget, of several different businesses. Yes. But we're going to get all into all of that. <laughs> all <laughs> right. Your journey, Sarah, you're here with us and you have some exciting stories to tell. So mm-hmm. The beginning, Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, my gosh. It started a little bit before Atlanta. Okay. I, I left high school. Um, and at the time, there was no money to send me away to university. Uh, but I knew I 100% wanted to do graphic design. I also was very ambitious. I wanted to do French. So I got a part scholarship to a small liberal arts school in Vermont, Bennington College. And very quickly in, I realized, look, French is not my, my thing. It's, <laughs> it's lovely to, to listen to it, but you are not, no, it's not a part of your, your journey. Um, but also I found the program a little too too fluid for me, didn't have enough structure uh, from what I, my own research on what design had been or was. And so eventually I was, my dad got a new job and I was able to, you know, transfer down to the Art Institute of Atlanta, which has 100% changed my professional journey. That school set me up for business um, because it was a, <clears throat> it wasn't a traditional design school where in terms of, it wasn't semesters, it was on a quarterly system. And it was much like a commuter college. So I never had the whole dorm experience and all of that exciting, exciting stuff, no football, anything. Um, but there was like a job. You went in. Um, I had to, because I was an international student, I absolutely worked the 20 hours I was allotted. So I worked in a bookstore, 7.30 mm-hmm. in the mornings. And my last class was, I believe, it started at 9 o'clock at night. So I was out of there by 10.40 each night. So it was a, a solid full day. Monday through Friday. Um, but it was exciting. It, it taught me that in business, there really should be no excuses. You know, I'm very big in my business on meeting deadlines. And that was, I missed a deadline and I missed a requirement in school, which costed me 0.2 of my GP at the very end. And I remember we did a corporate identity class and we had to print a standards manual in color, which at the time probably costed a hundred and something US, which was a lot of money for a student. And I never had the heart to call home and say, Hey, for some paper, I need another hundred dollars. And I went to the library, I printed it in black and white and I submitted. And my teacher said, there's no way, there's no way I'm going to accept it. Um, The requirements were, you know, color. And I remember I tried everything, ladies. I mean, I cried. I was like, I'm an international student. I don't have any money. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I really pulled at no stops. And she, 
she said to me, look, you were given, you were given a deadline and you were given the requirements and you haven't met them. And that's, that's what it is. There are no excuses. And it has never, ever left me. You know, when I do mentor young designers, I tell them, guys, if you accept a job, ask all the questions up front. If you can't meet the deadline, don't take it. You only have one reputation in business. And I think that has really, really contributed to the longevity of my company today. That's so, a lesson that you learned for sure. Let me tell you. Point two on your GPA. Yes, yes. I know. I know it hurts. It really did. Um, and then I graduated in 04. Yes, Michelle and I were like, Oh, four boy, she young. <laughs> well, let me tell you, when some other people hear it, they're like, "Whoa, she old." So, young person, right? <laughs> um, I graduated um, best in best best. Blah, sorry, best portfolio, and I remember walking across that stage with a huge sense of pride because literally my parents sacrificed everything to get me to to complete university or our art school in this case. Um, and it was great. I came home though. And it's really interesting because, as I say to a lot of people, when, you, when you're in university or college, your tertiary education is where you build all your professional links. And as a result, I came home, I had my girlfriends from high school, not that we weren't close anymore, but we never did those solid four years together. Um, and again, you're at different stages in life, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I had to basically start from scratch. You know, my parents didn't have a big last name. They weren't very connected in the corporate world. I had to get out there and network. And at the time, I was, people don't believe me when I tell them this. I was very, very shy, right? Uh-huh. I, didn't like, I didn't like to talk to people. I didn't like to be the first one at an event. So I had to talk to people. I would always kind of like slip in and stay in the back. But in order to get things going, you had to talk, you had to open your mouth and, yeah. and get out there, you know. And luckily, I kind of liked doing it after a while. <laughs> so it became easier. And I started working what, in, in advertising in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe for, I don't remember how long, not very long. I, I kind of flitted, you know, an, a year here, two years there. Mm-hmm. And then I took up my very first creative management role in Montego Bay. And it was a, a trial at a call center that had a, a, a design unit, it had copywriters, it had designers, and it had call center agents specifically for that unit. And it, it was very interesting. I learned by baptism of fire. I had to mm-hmm. hire, I had to file. I mean, right off, and I, I just came in, but unfortunately, right, these are the decisions that you're going to have to make. And it was tough. I went home and cried. The very first night, I'm like, I just met some of these people. How can I tell them? Like, I'm going to be the monster, you know? Um, but I met some amazing people on that journey. And the company eventually decided that the, the vision and the path, that the, the goals that they had set for the coming years, this little unit wasn't quite working. And so it was dismantled at the time. And I had to make a decision in 24 hours. Was I going to go into ops management or was I going to exit the company? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I only have 24 hours. But I remember thinking, I called my parents when I got home and I was like, I don't know what to do. Um, and, and a year before someone had said to me, when I, two years before when I was actually in advertising, I remember a senior designer to me saying, Sarah, why don't you start your own company? And I said, I don't have a desire to. That was never a part of my journey as I thought. I didn't want to own a company. 
Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know anybody here. You know, I won't, how am I going to get clients? And he said, take the leap. The net will appear. The clients will come. Mm-hmm. And somewhere in the, in the night, that, that came back to me. And I thought, Excel, cubes, reporting? <laughs> Hell no, <laughs> that's so not me. Mm-hmm. And, and I handed him my resignation. Um, everybody parted on good terms. I came back to Kingston uh, in 2010. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? You know, um, and I remember calling my grandmother, my late grandmother was in Toronto at the time. And I said, Grandma, I think I'm going to form a company. I want to use my initials, but I don't want to call it Sarah Jackson Designs because as it, as it grows, it's going to be other people. It's going to be some of their ideas fused with mine, but I need a name. And she said she was a crossword wizard. And she <laughs> said, to me, give me a few days. I remember as a little girl, she would always, I would always she'd use the words and I'm like, Grandma, what does that mean? And what did our parents and grandparents tell us? Look it up in the dictionary. And I'm like, but I have, why would I do that? She called me a few days later and she said, I think I have it. And I said, well, let's hear it. And she said, it's simply Jim Dandy. Now I've never heard the phrase Jim Dandy before. And I'm like, what does it mean? She says, go and look it up. <laughs> so, I, so I did and it meant an excellent example of its kind and I was just like the stars aligned this is amazing this is it there was no question you know in the matter and simply Jim Dandy was born I remember my very first poster project you know I, I remember uh, an old colleague of mine asking me to help them with a pitch they didn't win the pitch and then they said oh, but we're not going to pay you for the work because we didn't win the pitch. So as I learned, I, I mean, I started learning very early some of the do's and don'ts in the industry because I never really had anybody to help me in this entrepreneurial life, especially in the creative industry. Mm-hmm. So you, you're taking knocks along the way, but the, the key is that, you know, when you get knocked down, you, you jump back up, right? And you learn from it. Absolutely. So, so that's kind of been, in a nutshell, the journey. You know, I started oh. at my parents' kitchen table. Um, for the first, I don't know, maybe three years. Then I got a small office space and I used to pop coffee shops, you know. Um, that's the beauty of what I do. I can do remote work. I've been doing remote work for 12 years now. Um, so it's and been an interesting 12 years later. 12 years later, we are still standing, yeah. you know. I love um, this story. I love especially I love how it. you um, got that name. Your grandmother will live with you forever in that business. Forever and ever. Okay. Forever and ever. And those who know Sarah will know what her grandma means to her. A lot. Both of them, you yeah. know. Yeah. Very, very interestingly, my, the grandmother that most people don't know is my paternal grandmother, Elsa. Mm-hmm. And she was the epitome of a lady boss. You know, um, (laughs) when I was was a hairdresser, self-employed, she was a widow. She had two young children at the time. She had no funding, no grant, no loan, nothing. She had a mortgage to pay um, that herself and her late husband got. And I remember at about eight, I would go down to her parlor and visit her with her little old ladies every Saturday Mm -hmm. morning. And one Christmas, she said to me, you're making all these little Christmas tags. You know, why don't you why don't you come and sell them? And at eight years old, I remember sitting down and making these tags and I had my first sale. But then I, at that point, obviously, it, there was never, there was still never a, a part of me wanting to own my own company or no, I was quite fine going to work for someone and doing well with what I love doing. But grandma saw more than you saw. 
she started training you at eight. Let me tell you something. She sure sure did. But this brings us to your lady boss thing. And this is how I know you. I came across the lady boss 876. Michelle Mm -hmm. had um, known you from before. And I love the content. So tell us a little bit about that. So lady boss was birthed in officially in 2020. So in the midst of all this, was it 2020? I don't remember now. feel like it was maybe 2019. I think it started late 2019. Um, And it started from my own insecurities, really. I think I was probably my 37th birthday. I remember just dissolving into tears, thinking, I got an email from a client and the way it was termed. And I thought, I felt unseen. I felt like after all these years in the industry, where's the value that I bring? I felt like just a regular old designer who is just starting out, you know, I I didn't see my worth. I think and I, I, at the time, I was still hoping that other people would see it. But I never saw it first. Mm-hmm. And I remember that year talking to so many of my other colleagues in, in business. They were in different industries, some of them. And at different points, they all also felt the same way. They felt unseen. They felt unheard. They felt unappreciated. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, man, this don't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I spoke to so many different people. And I think it's through all these different conversations that it, it, it started to take shape. Mm-hmm. And being Lady Boss was formed really, like I said, from me and by me, but for so many other women. Because to me, it's so much more than me at this stage. Um, it's slowly growing. It's not, it's not a, you know, one of these 10,000 followers platform. And each time I've thought, you know, because it, I will say that it's a passion project and I'm doing it solo, right? Mm -hmm. And along the way for different seasons, when I get busy, I will hire in and ask for help because that's another thing too, knowing when to, knowing when it's too much and knowing when to step back and ask for help, right? Mm -hmm. And, but I've I've met some amazing women. I've heard some amazing stories. And like I said, each time I wanted to throw the towel in because I'm like, it's too much. It's not going the way I wanted it to go. I would just somehow randomly get a, a DM to say that quote that you posted today really resonated with me. Thank you so much. You don't know how much it meant to me. And these are from people that I don't even know personally. And it's always at the right time with the, with the right amount of fuel to just say, you know what, Sarah? Keep going. Keep going. You yeah. know, even if you take a step back and you have to reassess how things are being done, it's making an impact even in a small way. It has a purpose. Keep going. So that's essentially what. One of the very first guests you had on on your lady boss was your nanny. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that story. Um, And I know she'd be one of those persons who influenced you from an early age. But would you like to talk about other women that influenced you? So it's funny. I was at the dinner table last night and came up on this conversation and I said, you know, it's very, you have to be very careful on a, in an open platform mm-hmm. when you're thanking people or trying to remember people that have kind of helped shape, shaped, shape who you are in your journey. Careful about naming and individualizing right. everybody. Okay. But Lord forbid you forget, you forget somebody. somebody. Mm-hmm. And inadvertently, you tend to, yeah. right? Um, it can be very damaging at different... We can just not general... No, no, no. So, so yeah. with all of that said, I, I want to say that my tribe 
has been so influential. Mm-hmm. And my tribe is vast and wide and it has different, different pockets of, of women and men too, but a lot of women. Um, but my family, I come from a family of very, very strong women. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting with everything going on in the crazy world right now. My same late grandmother, Elsa, I told you about in right during the, actually during the Second World War, went to New York to get her apprenticeship in, um, in hairdressing. All right. She never went to high school. She was homeschooled. Um, and like I told you, I shared a little bit earlier with her journey of maintaining her family with the loss of her husband, etc. She was always, she never had a lot of formal education, but she had so much to give to life. You know, she was a very, very much my personality, very feisty and fiery and full of life kind of deal. And then on the flip side, you have my maternal grandmother who herself and her sister, so that's Daphne and Claire, they, they've been instrumental in, in my entire, in my generation's upbringing, my parents and then by virtue of them, our upbringing. Um, mm-hmm. They both didn't look out in love. One was divorced. My grandmother, her husband left um, with four children. They both moved back home with their mom, who was a widow as well. So they, they raised five children together, not with a lot. But from them, I learned empathy mm-hmm. and seeing people as humans and always offering an act of kindness and just love. You know, I think that's that has been their legacy, mm-hmm. love and kindness, you know. So they're strong women and they're strong in different ways. Mm-hmm. They had more of a very quiet personality and a quiet presence. Mm-hmm. And I got that definitely from my mom. Well, I don't get, I don't have that, sorry. I'm the fiery <laughs> one. But my mom, my mom laughs and says to people, I don't know where I get her from, you know, definitely from the, the Prendergast side. Um, but my mom, I look at her as a tower of strength. You know, she, she's a boy, I don't know, she's an earth angel. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, and then my cousins, my cousins, we're now all older. So we're, we're close knit and we're good friends as well. And I look at how they've all kind of found their different journeys, you know, and, and their life experiences, what they've been through. Mm-hmm. Then by extension, you know, the family that you get to choose, which yeah. are your, your girlfriends, yeah. you know, right. and everybody, you know, everybody's going look, we're all going through something. Mm-hmm. The world is a, it's a tough time, right? For everybody. To, for everybody. And to see how these different women at different stages in life have all just kind of held their, kept their light going, you know? Um, some, some have been dimmed a bit and then you have that infusion of tribe that kind of comes in and, and, and it, it helps it to shine a little brighter. Yeah, just so I, I would say that my, my inspiration is, is, is far and wide and vast. Um, but yeah, without getting myself involved. You're trying to help to shape who you are. Um, yeah. And the person that I know who I call my friend, who is Sarah, I just love it. I love Uh-oh. who you are. I love the, the, the influences that, that have caused you to be the strong woman that you are today. So I have to thank, I don't know all of them, but I'm just going to just a general thank you to all of them, the women in your life, for helping you to be who you are today. So Thank you. Yeah. Definitely. 
yeah. a big influence on others know that you got your influence from them and you can now pass it on to other young women. So it's it, it's so important. It it really is, Mish. Um, and I think every woman, every woman needs a tribe. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. You, know? yeah. you talk a lot about um the networking that you was so difficult for you to do before. And you talk about your, your feeling of unworthiness and the, the feeling of unworthiness that most women go through at some point, honestly, mm-hmm. like, you know, at some point, yeah. and then it's, it's like, you have to come back and kind of almost dial it down to yourself and start with yourself and move outward. Yeah. But that comes to uh, something that we have been talking with Sarah about that we wanted to talk about coming into Women's Day, International mm-hmm. Women's mm-hmm. Day, right? So we met Sarah at Jamaica. I met Sarah at Jamaica Food and Drink for the first time. And she was with Jackie and I really, really enjoyed. We had a good chemistry and it was a nice vibe and it was a good. Uh, and I said to Michelle, oh, gosh, I love those women for sure. It was nice. And you've, had Jack, and you've had Jackie on your show before too. So I'm, I'm honored to now complete that little story. Yes, for sure. For sure. And of course, Sarah and Jackie are friends as well. Right. So, and, and Jackie's a part of your tribe. Right. Absolutely. So yeah. So that just makes it even better. Yeah. Yeah. And Michelle and I are always talking definitely about, you know, you need to have your tribe, your community. And we, and just the support, because I think, mm-hmm. especially in our generation, um, you're younger than us, so it might have changed a little bit for your generation, but our generation of women, we felt that they just weren't supportive enough of each other. You know, you were kind of getting ahead by pushing other pushing people down, mm-hmm. you know? But Nikki and I was talking about it too. I mean, even with both of us doing this podcast, I mean, we have gotten closer during this time. And we have different personalities. We like different things. We do different things. But we also complement each other. And there are lots of times when Nikki has pulled me up when I needed that pull or push. Or vice versa. Right. We've spoken about that. So, um, you know, we help each other in so many little ways and in big ways. But we do know that we need each other to get it done. We need each other to get it done. I mean, there is no... there. So to go back a little bit, um, Nick, I... Unfortunately, I, I wish I could say it was different. I think even in my own generation and, and just from what I've seen, there is still a, a, a huge lack of support mm-hmm. in, the, in the female business and just general life community, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a lot of women talk a lot about, you know, female empowerment and, you know, women who support women. But I think I still see too much of a lack of support. and as I keep trying to explain to people, again, going back to small acts of kindness, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be anything major. It can literally be lending an ear. You've had a talkie, you know, or you're new to this industry. I've been here decades before you. Here Mm -hmm. are some of, a little bit of advice, Mm -hmm. you know, here are some of the little things that you can do differently to garner better support. But I just find that, and I'm not sure why it is, because the truth is that, when women do come together and do support each other, it's a beautiful thing. And it's so, it's so easy to organically just kind of spread out and, and, you know, it become, it becomes a wider community. Yeah. I agree. And the thing is that 
we're always coming from us that scarcity mindset, you know, there's a no demand them yeah. scarce, the job scarce, things are yeah. scarce. Whereas if we just turn it around, and yeah, realize there's, more than enough. there's enough for yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think the whole perspectives would change and you'd feel lighter, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. It's about perspective though. I think we need to yeah. change our perspective. I mean, we, we're sitting here having this conversation. We think in a particular way, but for the wider community of women, it would be so good. And maybe it's coming from, maybe it's a historical issue where women had to be fighting to, mm-hmm. to, to get recognition and had to be extremely strong and, and so on. But I think we need to recognize that here we are. No, we don't have to be fighting each other. You yeah. Know, we don't have to. There's strength in numbers and it's been proven time and time again. Well, and I think... Too, too often we forget that, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, so. Well, we talk about generations. Um, Sarah, what would be your advice to, to women in general? It doesn't have to be younger women um, because mm-hmm. we at our age, we're taking advice. At, and we'll take advice at any point. So Let what me, advice would no. you give? Um, there's so much. You have time? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we have time. Um, so... Advice, first of all, first and foremost, just on the tribe itself, since we're on the topic of tribes, mm-hmm. that they're absolutely important, right? Um, but before you even get into the context of forming a tribe or being a part of a tribe, you have to first understand self. Mm-hmm. You, have to, you have to know who you are as an individual and unapologetically so. Mm-hmm. So for example, I know that, yes, I'm feisty. Yes, I can be moody, you know, but I'm also an adventurous, fun-loving person who has a huge heart. So you have to own every aspect of you, even the parts that aren't so wonderful, right? So that's the first thing, because if you don't know who you are, I don't know how you're going to move forward, right? Mm -hmm. The second one, as it relates to tribes, is choose very selectively who is going to be in your tribe, Yeah. right? Um, know who is good for you. And that takes a bit of it. It takes a little time. Some, you know, as the years go by, your tribes, your circles change. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, you know, every, I do believe in the, in the phrase that says every, every next level of your life demands a new version of you. Yes. Right. You can't, you can't sit in the same space and grow. You have to get uncomfortable and you have to move. Mm-hmm. And so, you don't necessarily have to have a, a falling out with your friend, but you will find that different life experiences shape different things. And sometimes you move, you move past some friends, you move away from them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're see- sometimes it's seasonal, sometimes you come back to them. But yes. when it comes to that, that inner quorum, you have to be so selective of who is beside you because you need people who share similar core principles and values as you, right? Now, that doesn't mean that they have to agree with everything you say. Absolutely not. Right. You don't want them to. You don't want them to. You want people who are going to hold you accountable when you fall off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. And, and you will. That's life, right? You need people who are going to challenge you, who are going to say, I know there's so much more potential there. And I know you might be feeling down right now, but, but we're going to push through, right? Um, I wrote down one other one. You need your hype team. That hype, yeah. that hype man that they call it. Yes. You need a tribe that has at least one person in there who is going to wake you up and say to you, 
yo, you are the best thing since sliced bread, you know. Get going. Because there's there going to come a point, just like you said, all of us at some point in our life have felt unworthy or we felt less than our best self. And sometimes, especially with the pandemic, it's a very dark hole that some, some of us have crept down and wanted to be covered up and, and we're not seeing the light. When you have that hype, let me tell you something. If I was a different personality, there are days when my hype team calls me, man, I would walk out and talk to me <laughs> nice. Everybody talk to me nice, right? <laughs> but it's, it's the friends and the parts of your tribe that are going to help you to remember who you are mm-hmm. when you forget. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. So, so, for a, a, so that's, that's my advice on choosing a tribe, right? Mm-hmm. But, my, but generally, for life itself, Never forget the human element. See people for who they are. Celebrate them. Highlight their strengths. Help them to remember who they are. Um, because we're all a work in progress. Right? Um, pay attention to detail. It's a big part of life at Simply Jim Dandy. You know? Um, because it's always the small things that pack the most impact. Sure. So whether... Whether it's, and like I say, I, I apply that to, to work and I try and apply it to life as well. Absolutely. And I think, you know, as a daughter of a teacher, I would also say my final one is never stop learning. Yes. Every day, every day that you are blessed to wake up, learn something new in that day. It doesn't have to be formal education. We're, on, we're in an online global learning community now, mm-hmm. you know, um, Surround yourself with people smarter than you. That's a way of learning as well. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's I said, if you're the smart, I tell my kids all the time, mm-hmm. you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the, in the wrong, wrong room. room. Definitely. The wrong room. Exactly. You know, each new day, discover and learn something new. That really is it. It helps to expand your imagination. It helps with problem solving. It just helps with ways of thinking and thinking differently that are so important. You know, so never stop learning. See yeah. people for who they are celebrate them whilst they're here with you let them know that they're important too um and pay attention to the details so that would be my my advice see why we get along so so well but here's the thing though i'm (laughs) listening to you sarah and i have another business for you sure sayings by sarah (laughs) because all of these gems one are hard and nikki loves right so we need to get all of these things written down that's trying to scribble while you're speaking and we just get some cards and it will be called Sayings by Sarah. Yeah. Sayings by Sarah. <laughs> my, my grandmother, Daph, when I, was, when I was much younger, when I just started the company, she kept saying, you have a way with words. You have a way. Yes. Why don't you make cards? I'm like, grandma, nobody buys cards anymore. You know, I do. I buy cards and put them down. I love quotes. I collect them all the time. Mm-hmm. But I'll help you. You can be my manager, Mish. There we go. There we go. <laughs> but Mish, you see why we get connect, along so and connect with her is yes. because you talk about things that we talk about all, all the, the time. time. Community, mm-hmm. celebrations, and what was the other thing? Uh, reciprocity. The old age. Oh, yeah. learning. Even yeah. at our age, yeah. moving on. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. still, we still have a lot of life in us to do a lot of different things. Oh, absolutely. 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 So, yeah. yeah. Sarah's. Yes, ma'am. It's so good to have you on. Thank you, Mish. It's good to learn every day. I just learned a lot right here. For sure. I took my notes. But did we talk about your t-shirt store? Your t-shirt line, by the way, not your store. That my husband and kids just love. And do you know? (laughs) Well, I want to tell you. Can I tell you, Zachary actually wore his 
to school on Friday Which for one? Jamaica the, Day. The KMBR school? Uh, no. No. <laughs> oh, no, but my son did. <laughs> How Jamaican is that though, eh? How Jamaican no, is that? No, not for Jamaica Day, for when he was doing something else and he comes into the car and I'm going, you wore that school, that t-shirt at school? Goes, yes, mom. Yes. And so? And it's like, oh yeah, and the teacher liked it. But knowing children, though, he can rock that very easily. Embarrassed? Yeah, embarrassed. Yes, he embarrassed. does. He oh, does. my gosh. But I love the T-shirts. Every member of my family has one. Mine, too. And we've bought for the support, ladies. Thank oh, you. Fabulous. The quality is lovely. I love what's written on it. I mean, I've sent as far as Canada with, with the, um, the T-shirts, the caps. And you, know, Matt, and you know that my gastroenterologist husband just loves that. I love that one. I know, I know, I know. I know. We posted him. We love, love it too. Absolutely, love it, Sarah. Love it, love it, love it. So tell us about that name because I'm calling it a different thing, I think. Well, Off and on? Off and on, yes. Off and on. So it's interesting. I think the creative in me, again, going back to trying to look at things differently, needed to find a name for this. And I'm like, well, you know, what, what are the shirts about? What's the whole purpose of this? So it's literally getting things off your chest okay. and putting them back on. So oh. wearing your words is essentially, but I was like, OFF off, you know, and then I was like, well, how do, how do you, how do you, how do you write it the way you hear it? And it's AWF. So I'm oh. like, well, that looks pretty cool to me. So <laughs> we're going to rock with this. We're going to roll with it. And it, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like when, again, back to my other company, Simply Jim Dandy, when we talk about, I tell my clients, if you come to us and ask us for a brochure, I'm never going to give you a letter size bifold. Because to me, that's boring. It's been done. I always want to try and push the envelope and find another way of doing things. So much like the name off and on and how it's spelt, mm-hmm. I had to find another way, a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, attention to detail, you know, it took us a while to get short samples. We tried to get them, got them from all over. What mm-hmm. felt right, you know, what was within budget, what, what would help the brand grow. And the one thing that does come back to us all the time is the quality. Mm-hmm. Quality of the shirts, people like the sayings, you know, it's borrowing from old Jamaica and fusing it with some of the mo- more modern trends. I mean, mm-hmm. like the one that your son wore to school <laughs> daily like on the roads in Jamaica. <laughs> right, right. It's a good conversation but, start, I can tell you. What, what, do, what do those letters mean? Mm, and then a conversation no. starts. Let me tell you, we did, a, we did a, an event last, end of last year, and a much older lady, like almost grandma type, came up and she, she saw the KMBRC t-shirt and she's like, what does this stand for? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I said to my partner, do you want to take it? And he goes, no, you take it. And I'm like, oh, I said, well, you know, you have to really get into that Jamaican daily, like on the road, high frustration and, you know, bikers everywhere. And it's like, it's kiss me, ah, bad word, bad word, bad word, teeth. And she goes, Ooh, and then she says her face lights up and she goes, I like it. And I thought, ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't wait to see the new designs. Are we yes. getting new designs? Sure we are, we are. Fun. We're actually launching. Well, March, March 1st is tomorrow. So maybe the secret might be out tomorrow, but you'll know by this week for sure. Oh, oh nice. Yay. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Very yeah. good. So let's t- where can they find you as a adver- an advertising company? 
Is that like, what's your, tell us about Simply Gym, Danny, what you cover. So one thing I will say, I am not an ad agent. Okay, good. Not at all. So I'm a boutique design firm um, okay. with a focus on print design. So if you can print it, we can design it. Okay. Um, and it's simply Jim Dandy, J-I-M-D-A-N-D-Y.com. So that's okay. where you'll find us samples of our work. Um, Lady Boss, it will be at Being Lady Boss on Instagram. And off and on is at AWF and on. On IG as well. Okay. So. And in Jamaica, I know for sure that you can get those off and on t-shirts at Devon House. Anywhere else you that you can, you can get them at Devon House and you can also get them at the collective in Montego Bay. Montego Bay. Yes. Perfect. I've seen them there. Yes, yeah. I've seen them both. And, and for everybody overseas, if you go to caribshopper.com, they'll be delivered to your door in five days. So, Perfect. Perfect. so we're, we're available globally as well. Congrats well, to North America. Excellent. Well, it's been uh, like amazing to have you on our show Absolutely. and especially for um, women's international women's day. So mm-hmm. for I'm a very strong woman who has come from very strong women. So, and who is speaking to two very strong women as well. <laughs> Some um, stronger than others, but well, that's, that's life. Eh? That, that's all of us. I mean, one of the, one of the, be- the beauty about being strong ladies is also knowing that you don't have to be strong every day all the exactly, time yes. you, you really you don't be you literally can't and that's something that I have struggled a lot with you know because I, I I feel like I have a lot of masculine energy and it's like how do I tap into that feminine energy to be a little softer talk well a little it's about getting the ba- finding the balance yeah. and finding what works for you yeah for you know sure. so, and that can Absolutely. be part of the journey too, just, just trying to discover exactly who you are and, yeah, and, 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 and find that balance. balance. For sure. Yeah. Sarah is a liberal like me, so balance is always... It's key. It's everything. It's everything. everything. Yeah. As is my husband. Right. Yes, yes, yes. The so, good guy. Yes. <laughs> there you go, liberals. Yes. But, but, thank but you know, so thank you too, ladies. And I, I just want to close by saying, you know, kind of the, the tagline for Lady Boss is, just remember, especially with, you know, International Women's Day coming up, is to really own and celebrate your journey. Yes. Right? We all have different paths and we all walk a different walk, a different walk. But at the end of it all, own every aspect of your journey, even what you think is a failure. Learn from it. Grow from it. Mm-hmm. Right. So own it, you know, and celebrate it because that in its whole context makes you who you are. For sure. So, Love yep. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. You. And you have a great day, guys. I can't wait you. to see the new t-shirt. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, Sarah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this episode of What the 50. Please show your love and encouragement by sharing, subscribing, and leaving a review wherever you're listening. And don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram. And please join our active Facebook group at what.the50. 